0: Well, good Friday morning, everybody. I am Glenn Geek in Ocala, Florida.
1: And I'm Jamie Jennings in Norman, Oklahoma. Where else would we be? Can't go anywhere. We're practicing list-
0: social distancing from about 1,500 miles.
1: Yes, we're, we're good at not <laughs> being next to each other. You're listening to Horses in the Morning on the Horse Radio Network for April 3rd, episode 2405, brought to you by Kentucky Performance Products. Good morning, Horse World. Hey, Horse World. It's Friday.
2: When I get off awful- Everybody's favorite day of the week on Horses in the Morning.
0: Well, on today's show, we have Jane Myers of EquiCentral Centri- Equa in England to talk to us about the proper pasture layout and management. Darley Newman of EquiTrekking stops by to help us dream of travel after COVID-19. And we have three lucky winners of really bad ads brought to you by Horselovers.com. We're giving away $500 in stuff today. Listen in to the entire show. We have a very imp- important, big announcement. Do you want to make it, or you want me to make it?
1: Um. Well, I'll say that you asked me to do something, and I said I can't because I don't have the technology. And then my dear, sweet husband made the technology work, and I am absolutely honored to be doing something so cool on Monday. Tell everybody what it is. Ask Bunte.
0: <laughs> I can't even read. I'm so Why tired. Why are you uh, I am so you're tired. A mess.
1: Okay, I'll tell everybody. <laughs> okay. The Horse Radio Network in Monty Roberts University is proud to announce the first Ask Monty Live on Monday night at 8 p.m. Eastern. It's your chance to join Monty Roberts and that wonderful certified instructor <laughs> Jamie Jennings on live video and you can ask Monty your horse questions and it's a unique opportunity you don't want to miss. You have to be free between 8 and 9.30 p.m. Eastern on Monday night. Have a webcam and decent internet. You can visit the link that we are going to post on our Horses in the Morning it's Facebook there right page. right now. Yep. Oh, look, it's already there. See, Glenn, you are helpful every now and then. Please use the following link and sign up before the spots are gone. How many spots are left? Like three?
0: Three or if, four. So yeah. get it if in you, now.
1: <laughs> if you can't make it live, you can email your questions to me, Jamie, at horseradionetwork.com. Watch Monday night at 8 p.m. on the phone following Facebook pages, Monty Roberts horse radio network or horses in the morning. And just keep in mind too, that if you email me your question and we don't get it answered, I will get it answered somehow.
0: You know, I'm so excited. You can do this. You, you and Monty have a great rapport. Obviously you know his system inside and I out. I love him.
1: I love him well, so much. And
0: you know, what's even better is he, he loves you. <laughs> so, so he loves working with you and he thinks, I think he just thinks you're a hoot actually. Um, but he loves working with you, and I think you two together are going to be perfect doing this. I'm so excited I, you could do it, and then I don't have to so I think say.
1: he thinks I'm a little bizarre, but that's okay. okay. well, I it. think
0: he likes your bizarreness though. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, I love the fact that you can do this. It's going to be very interesting. We're going to answer all kinds of horsey questions that night. Uh, and we're proud that the Horse Radio Network can provide another thing to help take your mind off of all of this. And then we have. It'd be con-
1: so fun. I'm so excited.
0: <laughs> we have confirmed the following week we're going to do another concert. It looks like Templeton Thompson's going to be back with one of our Australian friends and we're going to do a, a dual continent concert. So they're going to go back and forth singing songs and it should be a lot of fun. So we're, we got that in the works. As What am
1: I going to wear? Okay, that's the main question. Doesn't Monty have
0: an official, uh, you know, certified instructor outfit? Oh my God,
1: wouldn't that be great if I could like wear what he's wearing? (laughs) You need to wear a bowler.
0: (laughs) Isn't that called, what's that thing called around his neck? Is it a bowler?
1: I don't know what it's called. It's called style is
0: what it's you called. You need one it, of those. That would be I hilarious. I need like the blue
1: shirt and the cowboy hat. I need the works. I need to look like my... Yeah, that's what I'm going to do. That or a prom dress. I haven't decided what I'm going to wear and what shoes are going to go with the dress I'm going to wear. You need
0: one of those $400 Western shirts with the fringe that they all wear.
1: Mm-hmm. That's mm. not
0: going to happen. you look really good <laughs> in that, actually.
1: I don't have $400 right now. but. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it's shipping on $400 shirts. probably a little slow right now. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm so excited. I'm glad it worked out that your camera... Now, let's just clarify. You're not going to see Jamie in high def. This camera is from about 1972.
1: Uh, Yeah, a webcam (laughs) from 72. Dude, they weren't invented in 72. This one is like all the way back from 78. Okay, (laughs) don't oversell.
0: (laughs) She'll be a little fuzzy. Monty will be clear. It'll be perfect.
1: Yeah, because Monty has Debbie's technology. I have this
0: <laughs> you have technology, technology of the
1: Oklahoma technology. <laughs> They're California. I'm Oklahoma. What do you expect? <laughs> All right here we go. <laughs>
0: Birthdays today. Uh, first of all, one of our terrific hosts of the plaid cast, Tanya Johnson, just spoke to her yesterday. Her show just came out this morning, actually. The latest in her her mental writing episodes. And a couple of auditors, Anne-Marie Bruins and Lily Harmon. Did you so,
1: do birthdays yesterday?
0: Uh, we I wasn't on yesterday. We, okay. we did them Wednesday.
1: Did you get April's birthday? Because April is yes. Remember, a-
0: I said Kamek. I, I, okay, I, yeah. just
1: want to make sure because April's daughter is April comes to visit me every time she drives her daughter to or from college, and her she always brings me presents, and usually it's some sort of liquor, and she brings <laughs> me something from the area that, <laughs> and so she brought me these like Amish jellies from where the his, her daughter goes to college, and I was like, hey. Her daughter's going to be driving back through town by herself. And I was like, listen, I'm here on the way. If she needs to stop, if she needs to stay the night, she's But down with one of her friends. I'm like, she can crash at her place if she brings me some jelly. <laughs> so <laughs> I want to make sure we got her birthday in because I need some jelly. I need to be on her good side. <laughs> it's amazing. I don't know what it is. It's jelly crack. Jelly I don't crack.
0: <laughs>
1: <clears throat> Man, I try to be a good mom, right? You know, I mean... <laughs> What are you going to do with a freaking six-year-old who's has no schoolwork yet and has no friends and has no siblings? I can't and doesn't.
0: Every other school in the country is is doing online classes as of now.
1: Yeah, they they're starting I think um, Monday. They should that be done have about the
0: same put time, put time you move into your house. In other words,
1: <laughs> exactly. When I have other things to do. So um, I just I've been I've been like calling grandpa. Hey, grandpa, we need you to send something. Well, grandpa has been sending books and that is not enough for Lucas. So I bought him a Lego set. Okay. And I'm like, I'm going to get him the hardest Lego set known to man. I want the most pieces and they sell Lego sets like miniature Lego sets. So I'm on Amazon and I'm like, I want to find the toughest Lego set ever to keep him busy. Right. I find this 1800 piece Lego set from it's the Titanic, okay? Oh, perfect. It's cool.
0: Is it, it is comes, it is it like pointing down when it's built?
1: It comes in the mail yesterday, Glenn. Oh. And it's not a Lego set. What is it? It's like a Lego set, but it's like a Japanese Lego set. <laughs> and when I say that it's miniature, the 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 the, like the one lego you know like a oneser we call it like the one little bump yeah that is literally the size of the tip of a pin
0: oh you need a tweezers to build this
1: (laughs) i have been using tweezers to help now guess who gets to build a damn lego set Me?
0: <laughs> is he giving 18... up yet? I mean, that would frustrate anybody, let alone a little kid.
1: Remember before the show, you were like, hey, we're going to get started. you need to go to the bathroom? And I was like, yeah, let me go. I didn't go to the bathroom. I went and put tiny little Lego pieces on a board. <laughs> 1,872 pieces to be exact. And, you know, Lego sets is like packet number one. You do this one. And then you move on to packet number two. And then you move on to packet. No, no, no. All in one bag. <laughs>
0: So it's like a puzzle too. You have to sort out all the pieces.
1: I swear to God, God, my eyeballs are wrecked. I can't, I'm like I'm sorting through 1,872 Lego pieces for a yellow. By the way, the whole thing's yellow and black. Okay, um, so I'm like sort. I need 27 threes. God, dang it. Okay, hold on. <laughs> like, Do I'm you blessed. think that the Lego
0: business has gone skyrocketing since kids are stuck in the house?
1: I don't know, but I'll be damn sure I won't buy anything from Japan again because I mean, and then the instructions, there's no words on it because just pictures and it just shows like layers of where you put the, I don't know. I'm losing my mind. I I told Chad, I'm like, you better get home. It has IKEA
0: instructions. I'm
1: going to, yes, it is like you fold out this and it's like page. It'd be like, like folding out a um, roadmap. Okay. And you fold it out. It's like. 20 like two stories tall of (laughs) instructions but with no words i'm losing my mind okay (laughs) so i'm a good mom that's what i'm basically saying
0: yeah you're terrific Mm -hmm. yeah how long does this lego second last do you know
1: what happens when you cuss in our house when you say a bad word
0: (laughs) is there a tip jar
1: no, Lucas uh, pinches you, oh, and currently my black right arm <laughs> is black and blue. Because <laughs> I might have, I might have swore a few times last night as it approached bedtime, and I'm with a flashlight from my phone, looking through a bag of 1,870 pieces and after for about a black six glasses two-piece.
0: of wine. Those pieces all start to look alike, don't they?
1: They all looked alike before the wine one. <laughs>
0: How would you like to take a trip to England?
1: Uh, can I go right now? <laughs>
0: yeah, right now. We're going right now. We're going to visit uh, somebody in England right now. Sounds good. And actually, this came from, uh, Jennifer told me that one of our auditors had written to her and requested because they were getting a new farm and they were building the paddocks. And, and they asked, is there a scientific way to build paddocks or do you just put fencing up? Well, 99% of people, I think, just put fencing up. But there is a scientific way. And that's where this guest comes in. So let me get her on. Why don't you introduce her while we're waiting here? Jamie.
1: Okay. Well, I. Uh, she. this is Jane Myers coming in from England, and she's going to talk about aquaculture. Okay. And, and so she, should,
0: she should be popping in here in a second. Come like, I on, thought Jane. you did
1: a good job of introducing her. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I realized I didn't say her name. Hello. Hello. Hello,
1: Jane. Hi. You are on with Jamie and Glenn uh, in America. Thank you for joining us. We really appreciate it. And we are live right now, so we'll just, uh, we'll get started. First of all, what on earth is the weather in England right now?
3: Well, it's actually not too bad at all for England. Not bad at all. A little bit gray, but that's to be expected for England, but not too bad. Fantastic. Well, I, I
1: noticed your camera popped in. We don't actually have cameras online, so sorry, I can't look back at you. Or oh, you can't look back at me. Um. So tell everybody what is
3: Equa Central. Okay. Um. Well, just very, very quickly, we now live in the UK, but we used to live in Australia, and and as you know, over there the weather conditions can be very challenging, um, and soil conditions and so on. And at the time we fires, had fires, things like that. Sorry? I said fires, things like that. Yeah. Yes, that's right. But also soil conditions are very poor. Um, and, but we, we came up with a system of managing horses that was good for the environment, but also good for their behavior, because my background is in grazing behavior. So it's actually about how horses graze, how long they spend doing it, what happens if we stop them from doing it, and all that sort of thing. And we combined that with um, our knowledge of pasture management and looked at how, as with many things with horses, the way that we keep them, horses have not been consulted in that at all in that process. So the way that we keep them is often not um, in line with their natural behaviour. And that's where we see a lot of, say, stereotypic behaviours because we're making horses do things that they wouldn't naturally do, like stand around for too long and that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. So, we developed this system that encompasses their behavior, how they behave, even in the domestic situation, um, and how that can also be used to be good for the land. So, you end up with more grass rather than less grass. You end up with grass that's not as stressed or not stressed at all, um, which then becomes, which then obviously is safer grass. So, horses can graze it more safely. So, they can graze for longer than they would if, for instance, you're grazing them on. Very stressed grass, then you you're you're always having to decrease the amount of time they can spend grazing because that grass is very dangerous in terms of laminitis and so on. So it's it's a system that we developed over time, and we took it from agriculture agri- agricultural systems to some extent. Um, and as I say, we we added that to my knowledge of equine grazing behaviour. So we came up with a system whereby the horses move themselves around the property uh, and have choices on a daily basis because the way we keep them in the domestic situation, we usually take all that choice away from them. This system gives them choice. So first of all, um, they live as a herd, if possible, or you might have to have your horses as several small herds. Um, And then the horses access the grazing, but also they can walk themselves back to the central holding yard, which contains shelter and water and any supplementary feed that they might be having, which would usually just be hay. Uh, But also, you know, obviously for some horses it's also hard feed, concentrates. Um, And this way then the horses are moving themselves out to grazing, which is what they do in the wild. They take themselves off to uh, for what's called a grazing bout. They take themselves off to a grazing area. But then when they've finished a grazing bout, which is typically around three hours, they then walk themselves back to the water hole uh, and they carry out loafing behaviour. what's called loafing behaviour. They'll stand and snooze or they'll uh, the youngsters will spend some time playing or sleeping more um, and that sort of thing. And they'll carry out those loafing behaviours in that area before they then take themselves back to the grazing area again. So they're constantly moving between where they graze and where they live. And that's what the central system does. It means that on your property, in the domestic situation, you can actually set up a mini home range, which is really important for horse behavior.
1: Okay, I want to get into that, but I'm also just fascinated by the fact that you're such an expert on grazing and uh, my one of my questions was how long do horses graze during the day but you said three hours at a time how much of the day is actually spent grazing
3: in a 24-hour period that's a good question because often you'll read things that say horses are meant to graze for 18 hours a day which is not actually true most horses are programmed if you like to graze for between around 12 to 15 hours a day. 12 hours a day is more than enough for a horse that's on what we'd call good grazing. Um, horses in the wild, in really um, severe climates and so on, like in Australia and, and like horses in, that live in the wild in America, if they have to, they can increase their grazing time out to almost 20 hours. But they're not, in that case, they wouldn't actually be grazing. They'd just be searching for food, eating leaves and twigs, anything that they can get their teeth on bits of wood and so on so they don't need to graze for 20 hours a day that would only leave four hours for sleep and no time for loafing for instance so horses graze for around 12 to 15 hours a day so and as I said they do that in bouts of three hours at a time but the rest of that time that means that they're doing what's called loafing and it's that loafing behavior where they're standing around in the gateway of the the pasture or the paddock that's the create. That's what creates so much problem, so many problems for your land because they're standing around and just creating mud and dust when it's dry, and weeds, and and in, for themselves they're standing around in that mud, creating uh, conditions such as mud fever we call it here in the UK, Um all these sort of conditions that they're not meant to do because in the wild there would be no gate. They would move themselves to where they need to be, whereas in the domestic situation we put gates up and fences and so on, which we have to do, obviously. But then we put them out and say, right, you're going to have to stay there now for the next nine hours until I get home from work and let you back in again. Whereas the central system, they're allowed to bring themselves in and out, which makes okay. all the difference.
1: So how does it, what is kind of
3: the overview, I guess, of an central system? What does it look like? Okay, so you would have, you'd have your paddocks just the same. You would have a rotational grazing system. This is what's really important. Most horse properties have what's called continuous grazing going on. That means all of the land is under stress, even a low level of stress, all of the time. And that grass doesn't thrive in that situation at all. Instead, if you can, you switch to a rotational grazing system. So that means that just one third of your land, at the most, is in use at any one time. So just say you've got fragments here. You've got three paddocks. You would use one paddock and the other two would be locked off resting and recuperating because that's how grass thrives. So the the paddock that they're using, they'd have access to that and the gate from that back to the holding yard would be open and they can then get themselves back to the holding yard whenever they've finished a grazing bout. And that is where the water and the shade and shelter is. You, You don't need, and it's actually better to not have water in the paddock because you want them to, as soon as they've finished grazing, to bring themselves back to the holding yard, because that's going to take pressure off the land. That means that they'll only be out on the pasture when they're grazing, when they've got their head down and they're eating grass. The rest of the time, they will bring themselves back voluntarily to the holding yard, which should have a surface on it, which is designed to cope with that um, heavy pressure of horses standing around for hours at at a time, Eating hay and loafing, lying down, all that sort of thing, and it's incredible when horses when you set this system up. It's like horses have read the book; they just <laughs> do it themselves. They don't have to be shown. People often say, "How will I know? How will they know how to do it?" Within ten minutes, they've usually got it because what you're doing is you're setting up a much more natural system for them. And as we know, horses, even though they're domesticated. They they know what to do. They you know they're still very much a wild animal in that respect. In many respects, um, so they don't have to be shown what to do. They work out where the water is and they bring themselves back to that. And any supplementary feed they're getting. And just say you don't have enough land. Although by doing this, the this, even a small amount of land will start to produce more and healthier feed. But just say you don't have enough land, and just say the horses are getting a bit too much feed because it's spring or, or Autumn or whatever, then you can you can close off the access to the paddock, say for two grazing bouts a day or more, and the horses will still be coming and going for a certain amount of time each day. But then we'll reduce that pressure for the rest of the day, which means that that paddock gets to rest and recuperate longer, and the horses always have access to what to ad lib hay in the holding yard, so they're never restricted. They never, they never feel like, oh, my goodness, we have to get out there and eat as much as we can in as short a space of time as possible because she's going to lock the gate and then we're not going to have anything to eat. Mm-hmm. And that's what creates a lot of what we actually call eating disorders in horses. When we restrict them, we actually get more of that gorging behavior. Now, that's tricky because obviously horses will gorge, but we have to provide hay that's very low calorie for them. So that's another issue as well is getting your hands on that on that feed that is healthier and lowering energy so that you're not reducing what the amount the horses eat, you're reducing the calories or the, the energy that the horses eat.
1: This is fascinating. Uh, if you, it's, I mean, what a great way to set it up because basically the horse is like you say, uh, on your website, the horse is back at the barn when you go out to go get them because they're loafing right around that area. It's great. The the website is equaculture.net but I have one more. Sorry, equi, Yeah Yeah uh, You know Us Americans We say things <laughs> <Sorry>. wrong <laughs> Equiculture Equiculture.net That's right um, One question Real quick Before we let you go About grazing
3: Do horses graze More during the day Or do they graze More at night They actually graze Both uh, Unless it's Very cold At night If it's really cold If it gets to the point Where they use More energy To collect the feed Than what they're Getting in Return for grazing then they will reduce their grazing at night but if it's if it's say you know mild weather they'll actually have grazing bouts throughout the day and night so they don't go you know go to bed like we do and sleep for a long period their grazing and sleeping bouts are split up into small periods short periods through the day and night but if it's very cold they'll reduce their grazing time late overnight and shelter more and spend more time grazing when the sun's out through the day
1: I think what we just learned, Glenn, is that we need to learn from our horses and get up in the middle of
3: the night and eat.
0: I do <laughs> that. I think I already sure. learned that lesson. I'm good there.
3: <laughs> Go <laughs> yes, snack. Uh, I'm guilty of that too sometimes. <laughs> Lately, especially.
4: <laughs> oh, gosh.
1: Well, Jane Myers, thank you so much for coming on and joining us and explaining this. Again, it's net. You can check it out on the website and probably you
3: guys have a Facebook page. There's lots of information on there, lots of information about the EquiCentral system. So thank you very much for having me. It's thanks, been a pleasure. Jamie.
0: Good luck over thanks, there. James. I know you guys are under yeah. lockdown too, so be safe.
3: Yes, we are. But be careful, you too. All right. Bye. Thanks. Bye.
0: You know, we I figured it out. Uh, we've done six to 7,000 interviews on this show, and we always learn. We're still learning stuff. So there you go.
1: Gosh, that's so that's fascinating. I mean, no, they kind of do that anyway, because they do at my house, they, when it's feeding time, they're at the barn. They're like, let us, let us in the barn, you know, but it obviously is different. And her I, I, system it depends on it's how cool. many
0: horses per acre and all that stuff, too. Whether you can, ha- whether you have the luxury of having that resting paddocks all the time. But you know, resting, yeah, right. resting paddocks you know, is I, the way to do it, you know.
1: Yeah, it would be nice. That'd be nice to do because here's the thing is you know, we have that 10 acres that we bought before we bought this place and we ended up not building on it. I think we have it sold, and I have a couple horses over there, too. <laughs> now they have to come here. I'm like freaking out about you guys all are the horses. Land Yes, I'm a land of baron, Glenn. <laughs> <laughs> I have 10 acres of underwater pasture over a couple miles away, you know, where Duke didn't even want to go and he galloped home. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right, let's hear from Kentucky Ford's Products. And then we're going to one of our, wow, somebody that's been on our shows for 10 years. Uh, and that's uh, uh, award-winning Darlie Newman from Equitrekking and Travels with Darlie. She's going to help brighten our day because she always does. Uh, we're going to bring her on right after this. Mm-hmm. This Nutrition Minute is brought to you by Kentucky Performance Products, the company that simplifies your search for research-proven nutritional supplements at kppusa.com.
5: The horse that matters to you matters to Kentucky Performance Products. Managing horses can be challenging. Each horse's personality affects the way he behaves and reacts to the world around him. Horses with certain dispositions can be at higher risk for developing health problems than others. High-strung or excitable horses are easily stressed, but so is the timid, quiet warrior. Stressed horses are more likely to develop digestive upsets that lead to colic, diarrhea, and ulcers. Nalox Advanced was specifically developed to support a digestive tract that is under stress. It sustains proper pH levels, reducing the incidence of ulcers and hindgut imbalances, while simultaneously supporting the healing of damaged tissues. Nalox Advanced supports the complete digestion of starches and sugars and sustains populations of beneficial bacteria. Make life a little easier on your sensitive horse and start him on Nalox Advanced today. To learn more about the ingredients in Nalox Advanced, visit Kentucky Performance Products at kppusa.com.
0: And we want to thank Kentucky Performance Products for their continued support of our show. We really appreciate that. All right. Let's see if we can locate Darlie Newman of Equitracking, Emmy Award-winning Darlie Newman of Equitrekking. We always have to throw that in because I think we've had her on after she won every one of them over the years.
4: Mm -hmm. There she is. Hi, Darlie.
0: Hi, Darlie. How are you?
4: great how
0: are you good so good to hear your voice again it's been a while
4: i know
1: it totally let me just let me interrupt here glenn has been glenn all day and then you answer the phone he's like hello (laughs) darling what is up with that glenn
0: (laughs) i'm exhausted after this charm, baby yeah right we love Darlie. So, Aww. Darlie, uh, boy, the only time we ever get to talk to you is during a pandemic when it's forced you to stay home and not travel for your show.
4: I know it's so weird. It's 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 not great not to be traveling.
5: <laughs>
4: <laughs> I mean, so I'm in New York now. The the best I can do is going to Central Park, which is amazing. But you know, it's uh, it's not the same.
0: <laughs> yeah, I didn't realize you had moved to New York. You used to be in the D.C. area, right?
4: Yeah, I moved a little over a year ago. Um, and I love it. I love I am I'm, I'm actually only a block from Central Park, which has been a great location in general, but especially now. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah no, and it's uh, no, it's been it's been awesome. But I like over the past year, I traveled a lot. So I'm, I mean, I've been traveling a lot for many years, but I haven't been here that much. So and now I'm, now I have time to be in New York, but I can't do anything.
0: It's <laughs> yeah, true. Nothing's open. You can't go anywhere. <laughs> it's yeah. like, so So you, this is true. This is probably the most time since you started equitrekking that you've been locked up.
4: I know. I know. All I can do is, it, it's funny. I'm actually working on like a lot of video shorts and things and recutting stuff that I've done before. And so I'm, I'm reminiscing, but, um. Yeah, I mean, it. well, and it's funny because I, I wrote, I did horseback riding because I'm doing this new show now too, Travels with Darley, which is on PBS and Amazon Prime and Verizon Digital, different outlets. And when I started the show, and I, I don't know if I've come on since, I I think I've come on since I started that show, but we've done 45 half hours. And at the beginning of this series, I was like, oh, I'm not going to horseback ride in this. I'm going to make it different from echo trekking." But I've actually done a lot of equestrian segments in this series, too. (laughs) You know, I can't not. I was just in um, Qatar in the Middle East this year and um, went to their royal stables and did a whole thing on Arabian horses. I went to South Korea and I went horseback riding on Jeju Island. They have a unique breed of horses. Um, So lots of and then a lot of stuff in the U.S. too. But yeah no I'm finding some I'm finding I can't stay away from the horses
0: of course right <laughs> Do you think that every one of our listeners Jamie when they hear Darlie on here talking about her travels just drools I mean
1: Oh my gosh well I do <laughs> for sure I mean I I, I, I love Darlie and her travels so much that you know Darlie recommended a place to us in Spain and we went and it was just an amazing vacation and of course you know are you still do you still have the company
4: um, I do, but we're mostly sending people direct to places, which we did before as well, but, you know, sharing the knowledge and just giving them the information so they can book direct, um, right. which most people do anyway, but yeah, yeah. I mean, and, and Spain, gosh, what I wouldn't give to be in Spain right now with some sangria and, some <laughs> and horses. Yeah. That macho would horses nice. and sangria, please. I'd
1: like Let's all those. Let's do things. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's great. So, so when you talk about going to guitar, you know, you say it's so like, well, I was just, I was a, just guitar. a
0: guitar. Yeah. I was like, I <laughs>
1: what are you doing right now? What are, I mean, what are you not doing right now? What are you missing out on?
4: Oh um, my, well, a lot, honestly, we, cause I was, we were going to be filming new episodes and content and everything's gotten pushed. Um, I mean, and I don't know when we're going to be traveling again coming up, but hopefully this summer is what I'm thinking now, but it could be fall. Um, I don't know. It's, it's, it's as everyone knows, it's such a weird time. Um, I mean, the good thing is, you know, I've done so many episodes that I do have content to work with as far as continuing to tell stories during this time and revisit things. But obviously, I'm, I mean, I can't go anywhere right now.
0: <laughs> you know, it's going to be interesting. Talk about TV. Okay. We're going to <laughs> we're, we're be in massive rerun season here because everything's shut down. So, And it's going to take a while to gear back up to get programs going. So we're going to be seeing a lot of reruns on uh, network TV for the next summer. Here. Yeah.
4: Well, and it, it actually, though, our new season of Travels with Darley, which has the Qatar and the South Korea episodes, it's starting. And actually today um, at 530 Eastern on Create TV, which is a national PBS channel, it's our Santa Fe episode, which I do horse. I'm going horseback riding in that episode. Actually, I did a really cool experience in that episode. Um, I just did this thing. And I love Santa Fe. We've done three episodes there now. And I just did this thing called the Equus Experience, which you guys would love. Um, I, you know, I was skeptical at first, it's more, it's, it's all groundwork and it's all kind of communing with horses and it, but it's learning about yourself through horses. And when I went into it, I did, I went into it as a skeptic cause I've done that. those sort of things before, I think we all have probably, and you know, sometimes they're good and sometimes they're not. So I kind of went into this being like, mm, not sure about this. But I was so into it, we ended up staying for hours filming this thing. I, like, pushed our next segment. I didn't want to leave. I was, like, crying when I left. (laughs) Um, It was pretty amazing. I don't know. You'll have to, like, look for that episode. It's coming out today. And then next week it's um – LA and then Qatar and a bunch of other episodes coming on Fridays now on PBS. So if so if you want to see something new, my new season's starting just during the Yay. pandemic.
0: <laughs> and I didn't book you knowing that. That was just a coincidence. This is your this is your red carpet right here. This is what you get. You get us. <laughs>
4: I know, right? <laughs> Pretend I have a camera. Charlie, look over here. Who, who are you wearing? <laughs> it's all virtual these days. Yeah. I am loving the fact that we're. I mean, it is great that we're also connected, though. I mean, thank goodness for mobile oh, phones and oh. internet. And, and what D- would we be? Darla, you're old
0: enough. Think about it. If you were here 20 years ago, what this would be like with no connection to the outside world except your phone on the wall.
4: Oh my gosh! Yeah. No, because I, I was FaceTiming with a girlfriend last night as we ate dinner.
0: I know. You know what I mean. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Well, Darlie, yeah. I asked you to come on because we wanted something cheery to think about. We want to dream. Everybody wants to dream right now of the day when we'll be free again. And I do think what's going to happen, and this is the reason I asked you to pick America. Uh, I think what's going to happen is the world's going to open up slowly, uh, and you know, parts of America will start to open up, but I think we'll still be restricted and travel to a lot of countries. Either on our part or their part. So I asked you to pick three places that we could go when America opens up that are your kind of picks for spots that we should see again. So we're going to, yeah. it's dream time. We're all dreaming right now.
4: Well, and it's, I picked some places I've recently been that I would recommend. Um, and, and places that are geographically diverse, because I always like to do that because people live in different parts of the U.S. and people want to drive, bring their own forest, you know, whatever it is you want to do, These there's some different options here. But one place I picked is the Finger Lakes National Forest up in New York State, um, which isn't that far from me now. But I was there, it's been a little over a year, but um, during the fall colors, which hopefully this fall will be Traveling again. So I would definitely look at that. You could bring your own horse or there's two different branches up there where you can, you know, use their horses and go out riding with them. I rode with D and K ranch and really thought it was great. They rescue horses. So you're riding horses that they've, you know, brought in and retrained and, you know, it's just beautiful during fall colors. You can go apple picking. You can ride your horse up to a tree and try to pick an apple. There's views of Seneca Lake and a lot of history there. So that's a place I definitely Is that, would that definitely near the Finger
0: Lakes up there? Or, or I'm sorry, is that it's, near it's, the Thousand Lake. Islands up there?
4: Um, no, it's okay. south of there. It's in the southern Finger Lakes. Okay. Um, It's near Corning is one of the towns nearby, which is a beautiful little small town. It's, uh, and it, and it kind of runs the Finger Lakes National Forest is the only national forest in New York state and it runs into the Green Mountain National Forest. They're kind of melded together. Um, so you could go, you could go to New York and ride in the Finger Lakes and then you could go over to Vermont and ride in the Green Mountain National Forest, which would be a great trip. Uh,
0: and you could get some social distancing there, uh, especially in the forest. So you could, <laughs>
4: pretty much all yeah. my picks are social distance friendly. <laughs> <laughs> because who knows, right? <laughs> I saw a
0: post from one of my podcast friends today that said it should not have been called social distancing because we're probably more social now that we're on, you know, on social media. It should have been physical distancing. That was actually a better term, right? Because you are you can still be social from a distance, a physical distance. Yeah, yeah,
4: that's true. I know it's funny because I haven't been seeing that many people, right? I mean, I, I think all of us are doing that, but like I've been thinking I could see people. We just would be like, across the street from each other. I have a friend in the neighborhood. I was like, why don't you come out and we'll like wave at each other from across the street. <laughs> <laughs> we can walk up and down the street together on like opposite sides of the street.
0: <laughs> well, that's a good recommendation. You know, sometimes we forget, you know, we think about the big landmarks, yet. There's all these national forests and parks and stuff that are so cool. What's number two?
4: Um, North Dakota's badlands. I went out there and went on the Matahe trail which a lot of people do uh, do biking there too, but horseback riding, it's absolutely beautiful. It runs into the Theodore Roosevelt national park. Um, and it's on the little Missouri national grassland. So you've got a national forest there and a national park. I went out from Watford city and was based there, but it's another the badlands are beautiful and wild. I mean, it's it is where Theodore Roosevelt rode and went horseback riding, and he loved the area. So there's a lot of cool history there as well. There's a lot of Native American history you can take advantage of. Um, so that's another great area. I rode out there actually on a local ranch too, with um, Jesse Veter, who's a a country music musician out there and and famous in North Dakota and in other you know parts of the us too. but it was just a cool place, just a very different terrain than than you may think. of. very western, but an American, but just beautiful and 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 kind of like that dramatic scenery that you think about when you think about what would be called the Badlands. I mean, just the name alone, it's like it's a pretty dramatic place to ride. So I recommend that.
0: That's cool. Have you ever been there, Jamie? I haven't been to the Dakotas actually. <laughs>
1: No, I have. I think I was in South Dakota for like you know we were driving across the country. And my dad's like, "Here's the line to South Dakota," and he drove in and drove out, and he's like, "You've been to South Dakota."
0: <laughs> <the> most experience <laughs> well, that, people yeah, have is flying and, over South Dakota. <laughs> That's
4: what well, and North, and I, and I was in North Dakota, and it was funny because we filmed an episode there, and before I had gone out there, I was trying to find any travel content from North Dakota, and I just couldn't find much of anything. So I was excited to do it because I thought, wow, people are just not covering this, this area. So it's, 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 there's some hidden gems out there and the train is, is gorgeous. And Theodore Roosevelt National Park is a
0: gem. So what's number three?
4: I got to hit you up in Wyoming. I was, <laughs> Jamie will uh, like I, that. <laughs> I know oh, yeah. and it, it's another national forest, but I went to Medicine Bow Lodge, which is, I think it's now 101 years old this it's a dude ranch right by the snowy range scenic byway uh just again all these places are great for social distancing so if we're still doing that you you're you're looking out at these riding destinations but another place where there's beautiful wooded trails but also mountain views and the lodge that i stayed in was it's cool. There's some other ups, like more expensive luxury ranches in the area as well that you can stay in. So you've got your, your pick, if you want to go super posh, you can do that if you want to go kind of more rustic, which I did. And I loved, um, that was great. Awesome horses, just so much room to ride out there and beautiful wildflowers. If you go and the, the smell of sage, which I love when you're riding and the wind is blowing and you smell that wild sage, so that's a place I would definitely also recommend. And I just, I love Wyoming. I mean, Jackson Hold's awesome too. But this is another like part of the Southern part of the state that's very remote and another just cool pick of, of a place to go.
1: In case you're tired of being remote, you got more places to go to be remote. That's right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's true.
4: <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, no, I mean, I, I did pick. Picks that are safe for social distancing. (laughs) You did great, Darlie. Good job.
0: (laughs) Well, Darlie, thank you so much for joining us again. Tell everybody where they can remind them where they can find your show, especially the one that start your, your premiere tonight.
4: Yeah. So PBS stations create TV and then also on Amazon Prime and Verizon Digital. So lots of places to watch.
0: Well, be safe up there. I know you're probably in one of the scariest epicenters there is. So be safe
1: uh wait yeah, who are uh, you wearing we have to ask who you're wearing it's your red carpet tonight's your premiere carrots,
4: carrots. I'm carrots. <laughs> I'm, there you
0: go <laughs>
4: for years and i you know what i wear their like riding tight to run i i love them i mean i'm i've been wearing their stuff for years but yeah and I was just wearing it when I rode in Korea, in South Korea too. So yeah, that's what I'm. That's what I'm supporting.
1: Good. Right, you heard it here. She. She. Hopefully, you're not running in the ones that have the little sticky stuff on the knees, because then you could trip yourself <laughs> if you get your knees oh. too close together. <laughs> Stick together. Hey, darling, you
0: need to do <laughs> yeah. us a favor though. We're gonna pick three winners today in a little bit of some prizes for our really bad ads on Friday. So we're giving away five hundred dollars worth of stuff, and I'm gonna have you pick numbers, uh, and you're gonna pick the winner for us. All right. So I need three numbers between one and 212.
4: Okay. 211,
0: 211. (laughs) Um, 52, 52, and three, three. Got it. Thanks, Darlie. Cool. Appreciate it. Thanks for joining us.
4: Yeah. Great speaking with you guys and stay safe. You too. Thanks. Okay. Bye.
0: It's kind of like hearing her talk about these places in the in the mental place we are now. It's kind of like a fantasy. <laughs> it's, it's just so weird. Yeah, it is so weird. Uh, yeah, so that's uh, she. She had some pics there. Do you want to go into right into really bad ads? Let's do it. Let's do it. And if I could find a bumper, I would pay
3: it. I'll say, pay attention.
0: If
1: you ain't met one by now, you're bound to sooner or later. He says one
3: thing and he means another, but.
0: What is that time of the week when we do some really bad ads? And we have some prizes that are provided by Horselovers.com. You can get uh, 10% off your order over $99. You just put in HRN as a coupon code, and you get the discount there. And Horselovers is still shipping. Uh, they, they're considered essential. So you can uh, order from Horselovers, and they are still shipping product. So I want, we're going to talk about the three things we're giving away. And I'm just going to give them away in the order that uh, she gave us the numbers so why don't you tell us about the first and i'll look up the winner
1: okay well we're gonna go with perry's soft padded leather halter It uh perry's is offering a winner a completely custom version of their padded leather halter do you love our padded leather halter bro which it came in another color combination or had a fixed chin well they're now offering a custom padded leather halter choose the color padding color leather color hardware color chin and throat styles all for one price as always these halters are handmade in america by talented craftsmen using only top quality leather and the padding makes each piece exquisite and this incredibly soft luxurious leather not only adds character and beauty to your halter but also gentleness against your horse's skin please note there is a four-week turnaround time on custom halters retail value one thirty-six fifty.
0: and are you ready The winner is... The actual retail price is... (laughs) The winner is Jane Herrera. Congratulations, Jane. You now have a custom halter. How nice. You know, winning something at a time like this is just extra special. It's like Christmas. So congratulations to Jane. We'll be uh, sending all of this over to Horse Lovers, and they'll be getting in touch with you. So what's the next one, Jamie?
1: The next one, Glenn, is a ladies' coach raincoat. I was wearing mine yesterday in the wind. Uh, this one's by Ovation, and it is all weather You know, I wish I could put
0: the echo on that that guy has that does the announcing at the game shows who stands in the booth at the back and always has a deep, boomy voice.
1: I Let me see a, if I can, like, get uh, something here. I can't home.
0: put an echo on.
1: If I talk be through better this. better that
0: way, I think.
1: Ovation is offering a ladies coat. Does that help?
0: Is yeah, that actually better? Yeah, 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 go ahead, do that.
1: Ovation is offering a ladies coach raincoat That offers all weather protection In this lightweight classic riding coat This long waterproof coat features elastic leg straps Secure the jacket while in the saddle Adjustable rear riding gusset Reflective tape on the back shoulders and pockets Also hidden on upper sleeves Two way main zipper, two front pockets The shell is polyester, the lining is po- Why am I reading all that? Actual retail price 175 come on down And the winner
0: is Ellen Bartkus. Ellen Bartkus. congratulations, Ellen. You are now gonna be outfitted for the rain that's coming. Uh probably to flood the entire world. So April showers, bring my flowers. <laughs> so Ellen, you're let me write that down. wins the jacket. Good. Cool. And now the final prize from the back from of the room. Lederbita.
1: You can win an essential standard neck turnout blanket that includes strong and durable 1,200 denier ripstop outer shell that is both waterproof and breathable. Traditional side gusset for national movement and a twin adjustable buckle front closure. 100 be a boa fleece at the... Wi- boa? You like a boa constrictor? <laughs> they have fleece? 100 <laughs> boa fleece at the wither with adjustable removable leg straps and twin low crossing singles. Actual retail price is... One twenty-four
0: ninety-nine, and the winner is Caitlin Drozdowski. Isn't that close to the name of the lady in Monsters Inc.?
1: I don't know, but or just the guy remember that, Glenn... that would be
0: the guy, the, the you know the little guy. No,
1: it's Mike Wazowski. Oh,
0: it's not Caitlin Druszowski.
1: No, not at all. Okay. And uh, just remember, if Glenn mispronounces your name, it's a badge of honor.
0: <laughs> That's right. Enjoy it. All right. So they, she wins the uh, cool weather beater blanket. That's cool. All right. All right. All right let's and get started.
1: We had a lot of submissions: uh, Stephanie, Ellen, Jenny, Hannah, Katie, Kimberly, and Tara. We didn't. Aren't going to get to yours today. But I would like to say that we have Izut from Ireland. Izut, and hers is. Can I say that
0: word? I guess so. Just say it with a really thick Irish accent, and you'll be fine.
1: Oh yeah, I'm really good at that. <laughs> hey, mate. <laughs>
0: that's the wrong I think that's the wrong country, is, isn't it?
1: <laughs> this is from a Of course it is. This is from a Facebook page Surfboards for Sale in Ireland. Looking for a shite foamy for 12 euros in Galway, Ireland. I've been there. It's amazing, but, uh, I don't think I would surf in (laughs) Galway, Ireland, but apparently, uh, this person's looking for a shite foamy. If you don't know what a shite foamy is, let me tell you. The ad is hoping to force my young child to surf every day this summer, whether they like it or not, (laughs) they have to become the surfer. I never was any cheap foamies or Bix going. I don't know what that is, but I can't do an Irish accent. Is what would kill me. I, it's just embarrassing. <laughs> um, apparently, this does have two comments underneath it. So, hopefully,
0: they're going to they force the poor kids over. who probably hate water to to surf.
1: Oh my God. Like, that's not like, hey, <laughs> yeah. come learn to ride a bike. It's here, put like, some I'm Legos throw you together. Out in the no. Bloody ocean. <laughs> no. yeah, it's not Legos. It's like, get out here and don't die.
0: And okay. oh, by the way, I sucked at it, but you're going to be good. That's <laughs> okay. Like, Oh, not good.
1: I'm hoping to force my young child to surf. No, I can't do it. I'll stop.
0: (laughs) All right, uh, Jamie sent this one in.
4: Hi, I'm Jamie from cold northern New Hampshire, and I have a really bad ad. 15-inch full quarter horse bar western saddle. Fairly lightweight and pretty flower tooling. Works for long or shorter legs. Tender $25 or best offer. Wait. This works with long or short legs. It's almost like Ooh. stirrups adjust in length or something.
0: I've never <laughs> heard of this.
1: What is that modern technology that you speak of?
0: That was very funny. All right, next one. <laughs> next one up is from Vicki in Knoxville, Tennessee area. Horses and tack for sale. Trades for color. I love gray. This is for-
1: Tennessee, Glenn. You oh. better get on it.
0: A trade, <laughs> yeah, I'm so tired, I don't think I can do it. Uh, <laughs> Trades for color. Uh, it sounds the same today. I love greys <laughs> or buckskin, but love flashy horses. Jet has two lunges, knows all groundwork stuff. He's a gelding not stud. Trades for color.
1: Now, I would like to point I'm out that crazy. there is zero punctuation. It, it makes no sense.
0: Is she trading? Does she- I don't know. I don't know what this woman is doing, but she's from Tennessee, and it probably ain't happening now anyway, so thank Let's you. Let's see Vicki.
1: if it makes more sense with an, a, a southern accent. Okay, okay. go ahead. You, you try it. Trades for color. I love grays or buckskin, but love flashy horses. Jett is two lunges, knows all groundwork stuff. He's gelding, not stud. Didn't make any more sense. No, it
0: really did. <laughs> <laughs> it sounded prettier, but didn't make any more
1: sense. <laughs> is it prettier? Is it? I don't know. Go ahead. Uh, Rick business. sent
0: this one in, and this is the ad now. This <laughs> this is the ad. Cam. Oh, this is, and it's all on separate lines. What I'm reading is all on separate lines. Cam, MD, 3.5, 15.3, 12 years old, can come with free pack of Charmin Ultra Strong. <laughs> That's it.
1: Uh, I think. Trading him for old. Ult- okay. By the way, he looks like a pack of Charmin Ultra.
0: <laughs> he He's like say.
1: a little white draft pony. <laughs> it's so cute.
0: Yeah, uh, not a lot of words. This person does not d- use a lot of words.
1: Is it bad that I kind of want him? Oh, look, they have adjustable stirrups. Weird. <laughs> <laughs> oh my
0: what God. is
1: this trailer? I don't even understand.
0: <laughs> okay, so this is one of those two horse uh, front rounded front trailers but we don't this, know
1: if it's rounded front
0: oh we don't we're seeing it from the back you're right but the, the interesting thing about this trailer is it's pointing downhill i mean it's pointing straight to the ground with the back end sticking up i so it's a 1956 horse landscaper trailer bumper pool for 450 dollars.
1: that's it but it I, is broken and it looks like you should you know what Joe the Tiger King would buy this. Uh,
0: these tires are really flat because this thing—it looks like the tires are sunken in a hole. <laughs> it's, it's really bad.
1: Joe Exotic, we have your trailer. Now <laughs> uh, you know what? Since he went to oh. prison—spoiler alert—since he went to prison, now you got the—you can buy this. you know, That's how they should market it. Oh, did you hear about him tiger. in prison? What
0: he has coronavirus?
1: Oh my God! Are you kidding me? Nope.
0: <laughs> Just came Jeez. out yesterday.
1: You are coronavirus Cliff Clavin, Glenn.
0: <laughs> that was big headlines because everybody in the freaking world's watching that damn show. Have you seen it yet? No, I haven't seen it yet. I just have no desire to. Dude.
1: <laughs> Every episode, you're like, what? <laughs> what? Chad was. There. I looked over at him a couple of episodes. His jaw was on the floor. I mean. You just, like, it's like a guy with a tiger. Like, fine. Great. Nope. Every episode, you're like, what? <laughs> Did they just drop that? Pick it up! <laughs> Put it back! Alright, Maya sent the next one in, and this is an advertisement. This <laughs> on Craigslist. Sorry. <laughs> I'm still laughing about <laughs> one episode where something happened, <laughs> you're like, stop it! That... Can't be real.
0: <laughs> it just would remind me that those people oh, that are in God. all of those episodes are the reason we're going to be in this thing for a long time. Because they're oh awesome. Oh, my
1: God. And there, are in <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Did that just really happen? <laughs> Y'all know what I'm talking about. Where the guy is just sitting there talking to Cameron and the same guy was like, I wish I never worked here. Because this thing happened and he's like going to be tormented for the rest of his life because of this event. That was stupid. Red, I just had this
0: legislation right now to make it so any, nobody can own exotic animals like tigers in your backyard and I'm all for it. Let's just say,
1: dude, I just am pissed that you supported that crazy lady by going to visit her rescue.
0: <laughs> it seemed very legitimate.
1: She. Is great. Hey, all you crazy cats and kittens out there. What's happening over there in your of the world? Oh my God, she's nuts. She
0: we didn't says, meet her. She wasn't there.
1: <laughs> Glenn. <laughs> Glenn. I actually thought for a second that we would had her on our show before, and I Googled her, and Carol Baskin was not on our no, show. No, she then, was not. What?
0: No, no.
1: We should call her. Let's get her on just <laughs> for some fun. Carol Baskin. That Carol's probably okay.
0: really sad that came out. <laughs>
1: She actually said she was disappointed in the way it turned out. I and bet that she
0: was portrayed. <laughs> I bet. I mean, from what I heard, and for uh, just
1: a minute, they're for Just me- a minute, you feel sorry for Joe Exotic at the end, but then you're like, "Oh yeah, you're a total dirtbag," so you don't feel as bad. <laughs> but. Dude, Glenn, your assignment this weekend, you have nothing else to do. You're going to take some time off. I want you to watch it and we're going to talk about it on Monday. So if you guys haven't seen Tiger King yet, we're going to talk about it on Monday because Glenn, I need, I need your perspective because you and I disagree on everything on television. Yes. But you will have, you've got to watch it. Schitt's Creek
0: is probably the only one that we've actually agreed on.
1: I told you about that one. I told you to watch that one. Now, this is not like amazing it's just like six episodes well i just it's heard not, it's like, like watch
0: it's just like watching a train wreck the entire time
1: oh my god every time
0: <laughs> with like chemicals spilling everywhere it's like,
1: <laughs> it's like it's it's a train wreck and then while they're cleaning up that train another one comes <laughs>
0: <laughs> i might have to try it <laughs> i All could right. use that kind of mindless entertainment tomorrow
1: and it is oklahoma and you will have so much fun with that okay <laughs> I mean, seriously, can I just never mind? I can't. Never mind.
0: Go on, Maya I'll tell sent you, the next one. I'll Monday. drop
1: you a nugget on Monday if you will. Okay. If you will watch it. Right. Okay. <clears throat> Maya sent this one in. It's a white Arabian mare horse <laughs> for a thousand dollars in Oroville. Where's Oroville? I have a white Egyptian Arabian, a mix. She's all white with little rustic brown spots all over. She's broke but has attitude, and when you first hope. On her, she gets you off her if she can, but not bicking our rearing, but kind throws her head down and paws the ground. She's really friendly, though. She was mostly riding by a kid. She liked to get brushed and she don't like when she's alone. Can deliver deep deepening din on where it's at. And there will be a fee for the gas wanting a $1,000 at, let's, for here, she 12. Her name's Silver. What? <laughs> did I just
0: read? That's why I gave you that one. There was no way in my state today I was reading Good that ad. my God. <laughs> By the way, this lovely uh, white Arabian mare horse can be yours in California, in Oregon
1: Okay. And she's white with little Rustic brown spots now, all The over. way
0: you read it though, there will be a fee for gas wanting yeah, a thousand dollars. That's a lot oh, gas to drive it. The pony's free, the gas is gonna cost you a thousand dollars.
1: California to Darley and New York. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Jennifer Taylor sent this one in. Elvis is sixteen years old, has a dominant personality, needs an experienced rider. Yeah, Elvis did have a dominant personality, actually. You can enjoy riding him through the mountains for hours, providing you make it past the first eight seconds. <laughs> oh, my God! <laughs> he loads great and will deliver for a thousand dollars. You will enjoy riding him,
1: provided you make it past the first first eight seconds. seconds.
0: Does a buzzer go off and then you're fine?
1: Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Then you just gallop out. The thing (laughs) comes off of his rump. All right. Chelsea sent the next one in.
2: We're punchy. (laughs) Hey, guys. Chelsea from Virginia, trying not to go crazy in this shelter-in-place environment. But I am bringing you a bad ad I found on Facebook, believe it or not. There's still bad ads on Facebook for horses. And when you first, it's in the Hunter Jumper Dressage and Eventing uh, Facebook page. When you first look at it, you see this beautiful, gorgeous bay, warm blood with the prettiest blaze down his face. And you think to yourself, how could this be a really bad ad? And it says, in all capitals, NEW IN for very low five, three exclamation point, must go due to owner's financial problems. And then it reads, 5YO, gelding bred to contour, contender, Shalon chamberton. And you realize, okay, that's not really a bad ad, until you read the first comment, which is the question I asked myself. And the girl says, so you bred a gelding to contour. I have to agree. I'm very confused by this ad.
1: They That's work. what stuck out for me to be honest. <laughs>
0: <laughs> she she has a great way of reading ads.
1: Okay. Well, oh. Rachel sent this one in and this is a Tennessee Horses Tack and Related Activities page. And, uh, this is a Facebook ad and this is stuff you see in Oklahoma. See, Glenn, what happened is, you know, I've got a horse for sale. I've got Drax for sale and I found a page that says Oklahoma horses for sale for under $10,000. And I was like, sweet, he's under $10,000. So I'll just put him. And then I started looking at that page, Glenn, and it's things like this. So I have not listed Drax on the Oklahoma horses for sale under $10,000 because he's not You know, being ridden Western with barbed wire in his mouth. He's actually putting a frame and like, you know, doing dressage, (laughs) that fancy, prancy stuff. So this is what happens when you join Tennessee Horses Tag and Related Activities page. Uh, The ad is, thank you, Rachel. Show me what you have. Prefer something with papers.
0: (laughs) That's it?
4: (laughs) That is it. (laughs) That is it.
0: (laughs) I love that it's a Tennessee horses tack and related activities page. It, you know, isn't I, every activity in the world could be related? I mean, we can talk what about is anything a related here.
1: Related activity to a Tennessee horse. <laughs> ah,
0: got
5: it.
1: <laughs> I don't know. We what? shoot off them. Is this for guns too? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Show I me what know. you
0: have. You probably shouldn't say oh. that that way to certain people. Um, Show
1: me what you have. Here's my wiener. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: Here's his papers. This is what I have. (laughs) All right. We're descending. All right. Stop. We're descending. Uh, (laughs) Laureen, let's let Laureen finish out the week because I think that's just perfect.
2: Oh, my
1: God. She's sending her own ad. Hi.
6: Good morning. This is Laureen Barden. And I'm going to read a sort of bad ad. So the ad starts off, male horse, $2,500. And it's a very, very short ad. It says, QH mare, 12 years old, 14.3 hands, easy going, 2,500 OBO. So that's it. They give you no information about the horse. It doesn't tell you what she does or anything else. It was the pictures that got me. So when you look at the pictures, the first picture is a really pretty horse standing in front of the most beautiful barn I've ever seen. Like these barn doors are beautiful. And when you scroll through the pictures, there's pretty pictures of the horse and she's moving around. But then you look at the last picture and she is in this beautiful barn without a speck of dust and hanging over her head is a chandelier. Yes. She has a chandelier in her barn over her stall and it's beautiful. It's got crystals and those fake, candle looking things like they look like candles but they're not real candles they're electric and there's no dust and all i can think was do they send workers up there to dust the chandelier and polish the crystals every day so if this horse came to my barn would she be real sad would she think that she was now poor i don't have chandeliers in my barn and my barn is not this dust free so i was just wondering what everyone else thought of this does Anybody, any auditors or anybody listening out there, have a chandelier in their barn that's completely dust free. Just asking. Thanks. Have a great day.
1: My first thought was, how did they get a picture of my barn? Because.
0: (laughs) Yeah. You have great chandeliers in your barn.
1: You know what? But you know what? To be fair, all my chandeliers, Lorraine, they're not dust free. They do have a little dust on them. but You know. It's, I I can't get anybody to come out here and polish my chandeliers because you know, COVID 19. That's right. Hashtag COVID 19. Speaking of, Lorene, by the way, thank you for that. That was fantastic. And I feel like after listening to Lorene, I may overdo the accent a little bit when I, when I, well, you know, do her just a little. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like i'm starting to notice it. like she's not as bad as i maybe portray
0: <laughs> you know she what? loves when you do I'm her accent keep owning though. It. She, she i'm gonna keep
1: voting it. it it's fine <laughs> um by the way didn't you have a list of words that we never want to hear again yeah
0: let's save that for monday i'm tired but i did want to tell you that i signed I'm just you-
1: getting started glenn
0: <laughs> just signed you up for something Uh, You don't know. You didn't know. So uh, my guest last night, by the way, the guest tonight on the Facebook live show at five o'clock on horses in the morning Facebook page is going to be Dr. Jimenez. And we are going to have a silly time. We're going to be asking silly covert, silly corona related questions yeah you're done I'm done, uh, so we'll be on tonight doing that at five o'clock it's It's not serious that's for sure it 's just our kind of our week up weekly wrap up show. but last night, one of my guests was a fitness expert who abs- is listening right now because she listens to our show all the time. she just signed up to become an auditor, so thank you, Allison, for that too. Her husband is a yogurt yoga expert, and I said <laughs> a yogurt expert yeah he's a yogurt that's expert. That. he probably is an expert on yogurt um So he's a yoga expert, and uh, we we decided that it would be hilarious, with the technology I have, for him to teach a live yoga class with me, you, and we'll get a couple other people who are maybe not very flexible like me, and we'll all be on cam, so there'll be six of us on cam while he teaches us to do yoga, and everybody can play along at home so we can do a live yoga.
1: Why on earth would I do that?
0: Oh, because I just signed you up for it. And, and do you
1: do you know how big this room is that I'm in right now? Well, we
0: might have to wait till you move to the new house.
1: <laughs> Dad, you know what? I'd do it then because right now I would hit the back of the back wall. It's for co- uh, yeah.
0: it's for comedic effect. It'd be perfect.
1: <laughs> I'm in a closet, people. Oh, I just Send got a message white.
0: from Kayla. She's in for yoga class, so Kayla's gonna do it with us.
1: She can do it for me because Kayla's actually fit and flexible. Yeah, but see, we need to, I can't
0: be the only one that can't do any of these. What are they called? Moves, maneuvers. Poses. 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 I can't be the only one that can't do any of these poses. There has to be somebody else on with me.
1: Okay, well, we'll But see. how hilarious we'll would it
0: be with all six cameras up there with the people trying to do yoga for the first time?
1: You know what? Just try not to fart, Glenn. <laughs> <laughs> Have a good week everybody in Guild.
0: <laughs> On that note, <laughs> let me find the closing music. Be safe. <laughs>